Welcome to the eGovernance Academy podcast to discover the future of governance. eGovernance Academy has assisted digital transformation globally in more than 130 countries. Our experts will share their insights and worldwide examples on how digital technology could benefit every society. Tune in for the Digital Government Podcast every Wednesday. Hello and welcome to eGovernance Academy Podcast. Uh, my name is Hannes Astok. I'm a Deputy Director of eGovernance Academy and I'm happy to host today my colleague Linnar Week, who is... Uh, uh, director of uh, Smart Governance Program in eGovernance Academy. Hello, and today we are going to continue looking and elaborating a bit more on the Digital Economy and Society Index 2020, which was published uh, in the mid of uh, 2020 by European Commission and which covers connectivity, human capital, use of internet, uh, use of internet in business sites and also in the government side. And today we are looking to the areas where uh, citizens use internet services and online transactions, how businesses are moving towards digital, and also finally, last but not least, the e-government development in different European countries. And the index itself measures progress in 28 European Union countries, including United Kingdom, who is about to depart, so still still in the index and, and really good benchmark for others, no doubts about it. So le- now let's, let's take a look a little bit how the use of internet services is, is developing in European Union countries. And, and definitely there is a remarkable progress about the internet users in general. In 2018, there was 13% of the citizens who never used internet, and this number has now decreased to 9% uh, in 2020 of people who never used internet. So, so there is a remarkable number of people who are using internet, and a big, big part or really almost all of, all of the citizens are using internet. Uh, we can always ask that how they are using internet. Is, is it something valuable what they are doing there or just wasting their time there? And we can see that uh, using of the news is still 72% of people are doing it. 81% of the people are using music, video and uh, uh, videos and games. What was earlier 78%, so increase and 3%. Video on demand has made a remarkable jump. Two years ago, 21% of the people were using video on demand, and now it's 31%. So Netflix, um, Apple TV, and many other other solutions are, are probably now already becoming more and more mainstream. Also, what we can see that video calls has jumped from 46% to 60%. So thanks for Estonian engineers who developed Skype. But also our many, many other calling solutions are now available and and someone hardly, at least for family reasons, are making traditional long distance calls. Social networks still 65% um, and um, and banking from 61 to 66%. So so this is the work, good work of European banks who, who pushed more citizens to use um, their internet banking. Also, slight increase in shopping from 68 to 71, and um, 
and a slight increase also in selling online. So 23% of the citizens of Europe have sold something online. But what makes me a little bit uh, sad is that uh, and doing online courses, still only 11% of European citizens are doing some online courses, and it was two years back, 9%. So, so what we can learn from those figures, Lennart? It looks uh, very clearly that internet is platform for consumption, not to add value. And uh, and uh, the the last figure you mentioned, uh, participation and completion of online courses, uh, uh, which means actually that uh, people have not been realizing that e-education or, or courses and uh, and skills development uh, uh, is something which could be done with the help of internet. It's not there yet. Shopping is high, digital transactions, financial transactions, uh, the increase of the selfies, the increase of social networks uh, reflects more and more of kind of hedonistic consumption if one may say so, compared to really building and, and doing value uh, in society. I, I'm a little bit surprised that we don't measure how much, how many people have watched porn in, in internet because it consumes like a 30% of bandwidth. But uh, okay, it's probably unpolite to measure it. <laughs> I think also that there are a number of areas which are kind of abandoned zones or grey areas of the internet. Uh, however, it's uh, it's still uh, very clear that also in Europe there are uh, differences in uh, internet penetration and internet use. When in Bulgaria, for example, two-thirds of society are using regularly internet, then uh, on the other hand, Denmark, virtually 95-96% of society is regularly online. And that means also that if you want to address your society, you are capable in case of Denmark, for example, really to replace your public correspondence and uh, letters with a digital communication because you can be assured that you are able to address everybody in society with digital channels. While in the countries uh, where only two-thirds of population, especially the younger population and especially the urban population is online, you are not able to deliver all the services e- on an equal basis to all the people. Yeah, I very much agree that and what we have learned also in many developing countries that uh, wherever internet is um, switched on, the first thing what people start to do is look at music, video and games and, um, and starting to use social media. So it's definitely, no doubt, it's a great learning platform for end users how to use internet and, um, and devices. But, but it's always like a challenge how to move people to do something more valuable in the internet, either, either to learn, either to do banking. And okay, shopping is also good because it's, it's actually eliminates a, a lot of traditional barriers in the society. So it's it's nice to visit the shops, but if you're living in remote uh, village, uh, you, you better do shopping online, at least for two things, what about you know. There was a very important uh, milestone also in European broader policy, which means that digital con- uh, consumer rights and digital consumer protection became in force. And that was giving a more confidence in online shopping. Uh, it also boosted a European single market uh, 
e-commerce. However, when we are looking to the area like um, digital technologies being used by businesses, we see a very different uh, um, different landscape. We all know and understand that most of, and the biggest social media platforms are non-European ones. We also understand that biggest uh, e-commerce sites are non-European ones. Uh, the biggest department stores like AliExpress or Ali Group broader from China and the Amazon are non-European inventions and not hold it in Europe. We also understand that majority of those streaming services and also an entertainment uh, services are non-European ones. So the strength of Europe has not been utilized at all into a digital transformation by businesses. We can say that the bigger enterprises, for some reason, have even faster being able to adopt the digital solutions when uh, uh, over, over one-third, almost 40% of large companies are already moving towards an cloud services and one-third of the companies are using big data analytics. And that is a benefit of scale for the big enterprises and cross-border companies. However, the smaller companies, SMEs, which is majority of the jobs, which is also the most dynamic part of the employment market in Europe, has not been able still to adjust their business models to embrace the digital solutions. We a little bit already jumped to a, to a digi digital business and, and doing, doing business in, in digital channels. And this is probably... A big challenge for for most of European countries and and also European companies, how to move from the digit uh, from a traditional uh, models both for production but also for selling the goods and services to the digital platforms or how to merge them actually because still many companies need to produce something physical and people are happy to buy it, but but both the production and and sales sales process could be much more more digital in Europe. But I'm returning a little bit uh, to, um, uh, to the picture and the analytics what the European Commission has provided us about uh, use of internet services. And, um, and what we really can see that, uh, that, uh, that basically the use of internet is pretty broad everywhere. The people are happy to do activities online, so basically consume something. But when it's becoming to transactions, Either it's banking, either it's buying the goods, either it's selling the goods. So it's uh, it's where is the difference? What is made across the Europe? And and we can see that um, Finland, Sweden, uh, Norway, no, sorry, Netherlands and Denmark's also United Kingdom are uh, moving fast forward. And again, unfortunately, Romania, Bulgaria. Italy, Greece are, are lagging behind in those transactional services. And this probably also somehow connected uh, not only to the, to the skills of the people and access of the people, but also probably a bit about um, how the government services are connected to those, those issues. Are people used to make transactions online, either with the government, either with the businesses, um, or between themselves, 
and and this is probably also reflected here. It might be also some limitations um, uh, that uh, Arteus, uh, AliExpress, or um, or Amazon or any other internet shops are available in those countries. Most probably yes, but probably it's it might be related also to the income of a uh, of a people and access to the credit cards and and other bank technologies to pay for um, those services. So. There is there is a there is a lot of theories around it, and and I think our listeners can explore more themselves the Desi Index from internet. But anyway, we can see that that um, it's all those index components are somehow interrelated because we cannot see that there are some countries who are uh, only in one component very much forward moving, and in other components are lagging behind. Unfortunately, the, the forerunners are the same in all components, and, and those who are lagging behind are, are also um, the same same countries. So, so a lot of more efforts are, are needed in those countries to to provide similar um, um, accessibility and services for for their citizens. And uh, the last topic, what we like to cover uh, in in our podcast, are digital services. And um, digital public services and e-government uh, is is the topic what about e-governance academy definitely knows most. And here we can see that Estonia, Spain, Denmark, Finland, Latvia, Lithuania are are forerunners in the in the e-government sphere. What is what is measured here in digital public services by Desi Index? It is the number of e-government users, and here we really can see a remarkable jump in uh, European Union general development from 58 to 67 just during two last years. Also, um, kind of pre-filled forms or actually reuse of the data or, uh, as European Union um, likes to call it, the once-only principle is more and more uh, used, so already 59% of um, of a people has used those pre-filled forms, and um, uh, also ninety percent of a people has used complete online services where you can make transaction from the beginning until uh, until the end. And the same appears to the digital public services for business. So there is a remarkable um, progress, and um, and also. Uh, in in all those um, um, subcomponents, so so pre-filled forms, what means basically that you can access to government uh, portal, uh, all the necessary data for your transactions is already there, and you can complete the transaction is um, uh, is becoming a mainstream, and we can see that Malta at least reporting that hundred percent of the services could be done in this manner and followed by Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, and Finland. And uh, Greece, UK, and Romania are are the ones who are um, around 20%, and Romania either on the level of 10%, what is definitely not not a good result. So, and also with um, online service completion, many countries are reporting that uh, there are many services what you can complete online, Either not uh, reusing the, re- uh, the existing data from government databases, but at least pre-filling the, uh, the the document and sending it 
sending it uh, to the government. So there is a remarkable progress, but unfortunately, what is not measured uh, by the by the index, how how user friendly those services actually are, and um, and what is actual take up uh, from the services. So so it could be improvement for the for the next measurements. So what is the percentage of services what actually. Uh, done done online, not only availability. This is this is my my understanding about this this index. When looking to the government uh, services online, especially government services online, because uh, a private company like a bank can establish with an end user a mutual digital authentication agreement. If you are creating your account at any e-commerce site, this is a mutual agreement between you and the service provider. But the government services online, when they are based on a multiplicity of different user accounts where I can say who I am to different departments and ministries without a single digital identity, it is creating a mess not a real value to society. And this uh, increase of digital public services success in Europe needs to look hand in hand with uh, urgency on establishing and distributing an, an digital identity solutions on the countries in European Union so that they would be really used by both local private sector and by public sector and broader being also used in cross-border manner. We know that the first directive of the digital signature uh, 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 rooming on European dates back already to the end of 20th century. And we are talking really about 20th century, no longer 21st century, which was not implemented. It was a directive, which means all countries need to accept each other's digital signatures. It never happened. Now the ADAS, the new European Digital Identity Framework, is not also being supported uh, in practice by a daily basis. And most important, I think, when we're looking how the benefits for the end users from the business transactions, from the government transactions are increasing, it can't really benefit uh, uh, in full scale without being also supported by a common digital identity on each member state of the country. And common digital identity for whole European uh, community. So uh, <laughs> it's July 2020 and uh, we have great ADAS regulation, what uh, means that uh, all countries in European Union must recognize each other's digital signatures I just a few days ago need to send uh, manually send uh, manually signed a document to European Commission because European Commission this part of European Commission do not accept digital signatures in their reporting so there is a lot of room for improvement also inside the European Commission so we covered in today's podcast uh, three components of DESI the Digital Economy and Society Index created by European Union, and we covered internet services, businesses and digital government uh, solutions. And if you wish to learn more about this index methodology, 
skills and um, connectivity issues, please refer to our previous podcast. Thank you for listening. Hannes Astok and Lina Week from eGovernance Academy. Thank you for listening us and welcome back next week.